Steve, and I run a Los Angeles-based home theater and home automation installation company called Technospeak. Uh, so in this particular podcast, um, I'd like to talk about uh, new home purchasing as it relates to the uh, wiring in a home from a home automation and home theater perspective. So I want to kind of start this out with a little anecdotal story. Uh, so happened to be walking in the neighborhood with my uh, son, as we often do on Sunday afternoons, and um, happened upon a, uh, a brand new house uh, in the area. Uh, he, of course, being 10, likes to explore uh, all the uh, um, different rooms in the house, and uh, I also like to explore new houses because I like to keep current with new builders in the area. So we both went in and uh, took a look. Uh, of course, I'm immediately checking the home automation and home theater components of the home. Blame it on the day job, I guess. But um, anyway, this home was selling for about $2.1 million in the uh, city of Los Angeles. So I was expecting to see a uh, well-thought-out pre-wire followed by probably a 5.1 surround sound pre-wire and maybe two to four pairs of speakers along with phone data, TV jacks in um, you know, all of the rooms, kitchens, so on and so forth. Uh, unfortunately, despite the cost of this home, I didn't see any of this. Um, what I did see was one phone jack and one TV coax cable in the family room and the same in each of the bedrooms. Uh, all of these cables were simply coming out of the wall in the garage in what's called a, a low voltage ring, which you aren't even really supposed to do. That's actually a code violation because any garage wall that is shared with a house requires full back boxes to maintain the fire rating of the wall. Uh, not going to name names as far as who the builder or electrician was, but you know they should have known better on that part. So, um, you know, basically what this means is there was no low voltage panel to organize and neatly terminate any of the wiring, so future service techs could quickly and easily access all that wiring as well as to hide it from view. Uh, all the phone wiring, which sometimes you can use for network, uh, was Cat 3, which is a you know a 30-year-old wire to be using in homes these days. So there's no way to even convert this wiring into much more useful network wire, um, which you know this home was pretty big. It was about 5,500 square feet. Um, that's going to mean for the eventual owner, there's no way to get this home completely covered in Wi-Fi. Um, you know, the best you can do is get the strongest router available for part of the home that there will always be a part that's uncovered because we can't put in any additional access points or anything else to extend that, that coverage. Uh, this also means that every network device in the house is going to be wireless. Uh, and wireless connected devices are always slower just because of their, uh, you know, proximity to the router or nearby access point. And uh, they always have a lot more uh, uh, um, issues than wired uh, network connections do. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. So um, all the TV coax cable is only run to TV mounting height and not looped down for equipment connection, which pretty much forces you to direct, use DirecTV or DISH. Those are the only ones that have the little client boxes that will fit behind the TV. Uh, if you want to use Time Warner or Verizon Fios or AT&T U-verse, you're out of luck. Um, you know, one other option is you could use the Romeo Pro and the Romeo Minis, but, you know, that leads to other issues when you use those devices. Uh, and there were no speakers installed anywhere. So, so you're severely limited in your options at that point if you want a 5.1 surround sound system. 
Um, there are wireless solutions that are okay for the rest of the rooms, but certainly not for outdoors. Uh, you know, it's always best to have a wired pair of speakers made out of ABS plastic that can withstand the elements, and there was there was none of that there either. So, uh, you know, the bottom line I want to get to of this podcast is if you are building a home, don't have your electrician just take care of the low voltage basic needs, even if he's volunteering to do it. Um, you know, take the time to hire a separate low voltage wiring specialist. Uh, to make sure you install the pre-wire that matches the selling price of the house. Uh, low voltage wiring specialist would also be a home theater or a home automation specialist. And if you're looking to purchase a home, it's actually a good idea to call up a local home automation and or home theater company and buy an hour or two of their time just to check out the wiring in the home you're thinking about purchasing. Uh, because they can give you a lot of information in those one to two hours that may or may not sway you one way or another to purchase that house or, or just move on and purchase another one. So that's all I want to cover in this podcast. Uh, thanks for your time. This is Steve from Technospeak, where we take the techie out of technology. <laughs>